Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to Three Sykes and a Mic. How's everyone doing today? Doing good. How are you? I am good. This post-election, uh, well, yes. I don't even know what to call it since it's been, what, five like days, ten days? The election world. <laughs> How long it took. And we're, what is the world after the right, election? And I feel like we're still going with it, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, how did everybody get through this week? What got you Barely. through? Barely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the meme. A vulgar or rest in peace, but barely. <gasps> oh, Lord. <laughs> barely. Yeah, it was a tough week. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was a long yeah, week. Yeah, it was definitely a living for the weekend type of week. Yeah. It was just like, just make it to Saturday. Just make it to Saturday. Make it to Saturday was the theme. Yeah. That's crazy. It was. It was a very long week. Um, Just a lot. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, I think it was a lot of just compounded things that made it a long week. Um. And, you know, I was saying probably also because I didn't leave my house the entire week. And apparently the weather was amazing and I didn't even know it because it was cold in my house. I thought it was cold outside, you know. Why was it cold in your house? It's still cold in my house. I have no idea. Do you, is it drafty? Like, do you, have you checked your windows? Those couple of days where it dropped to like the low 50s, 40s at night. It just got cold and it never warms back so up. So then that's like poor insulation because is that mm-hmm, poor? Yeah, if it's well insulated, like a lot, like your temperature shouldn't change up. I mean, a whole lot, like that drastically. Yeah, I mean, it might get cool. My house is just always really cool mm-hmm. to me. It's really cool to me. Um, I often say <laughs> that it's my father here. Well, that's, that's a good it. reframe. A nice little kind of yeah welcoming kind of way to to think about it to think about it yeah it's like oh it's just my dad (laughs) keeping it drafty keeping it cold in here thanks pop oh that's nice well it was kind of um it was a busy week work-wise I guess like it just seemed like I was not getting anything done this week and then I was living for the weekend but I was also dreading the weekend because I have like five reports to write and I have Mm. two students that I'm still working on doctoral letters of recommendation for and of course they're applying to umpteen million schools Um, so I gotta get those done and I'm going to be in the middle of a virtual site visit for the accreditation board that I'm on, right? So we usually travel and go to the university to conduct their accreditation um, review, site visit review, which is about two to three days. And we're sure. having to do it virtually now. And I'm not getting my extra um, little kickback that comes from your per diem. Yeah, so from travel and now stuff. Now I'm really doing this for free, for free. And I'm just like... <laughs> This is about to be a week because I'm literally committed to doing this from 8 until 4.30 
with my virtual classes interspersed in between this. So, like, I literally have, like, a 30-minute lunch break in between Oh goodness! All of this from basically like eight to four thirty slash five yeah. o'clock because we're meeting in after as a committee at the end of each day for about twenty yeah about twenty thirty minutes. So I'm like, Lord, this is about to be the longest week. Yeah. Ever. Well, the good thing is that you ladies are coasting into the end of the semester. Oh, Jesus! So I'm excited <laughs> about that for y'all. Ooh, I don't think. You, listen, I have never been so ready. I'm so tempted. I hope my students aren't listening. I'm so tempted <laughs> to just pass everybody. Tempted, girl. There was a whole Facebook little <laughs> like uh, this thread that I was on of just all of my like professor friends were like, "Listen, I am so ready to just give everybody an A." I just everybody don't pass. Even... If you show it up, you you pass. Right. You get an A. You get an A. If you get a B, if you only miss a few classes. Thank but... you. 2020 I feel like that will is justified it is I justified. feel like we just we everybody needs a pass in 2020 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know the pandemic pass I just like let it. us all pass the pandemic pass I might have to revise my syllabus there you yeah, go I don't yeah I'm tired of I don't want to assign anything else I don't want to teach like I know they don't want to hear me teach even though they enjoy the class I think because they know I get off subject all the time <laughs> Like, this is my favorite class. Yeah, because y'all know we will talk about random stuff for 30 minutes. Right. Show squirrel brain. Look. Yes. <laughs> like, why are we talking about squirrels in Australia? Right. How did, how did we get here? Well, my students have definitely been, like, highly stressed. And this week, obviously, the stress that they were reporting was coming from um, this election. Which I think has uh, stressed a lot of people out. <laughs> Girl. Um, and so um, a lot of their stress, to the point where, um, like, my students negotiated, could we just not have class today? And I was like, uh, and I always tell them, closed mouths don't get fed. That's one of the things that I always tell my students. Like, if you need extensions on things, like, because I understand, you know, stuff is happening, your life is happening, my life is happening. An extension for you may be an extension for me. So, like, open your mouth if you need it. And so they were like, is it possible that maybe we could just, like, just not? And they were just saying, like, my anxiety is just so bad. I'm just so stressed out. I can't deal. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll consider it. I said, I'll do a poll. I said, if everyone in the class wants to do this but it's like it the alley has, right I was like but it has to be everyone and I did it anonymously and of course everyone was like yeah so of course because who would be that one person it would but you know what it's usually one it's usually one and I did have to say and do not coerce other people do not send anybody a chat and say y'all better all say <laughs> No threatening. I would have been the bully in that situation. Like, <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> so there's been some downsides to this whole election thing. But as we've been going through the week, I have found some wonderful highlights to this. And for me, it has been these memes. The internet has won it again because... Yes. They have put out some hilarious or just some real 
just crazy memes about this election. Agree. What has been you all's favorite meme or TikTok or whatever? Well, I don't even know if I can pick one. There's just been so many. I will. <laughs> I do like the one that came out where they had the song "You About to Lose Your Job," <laughs> and they had like uh, John Lewis and Barack Obama and Kamala and Joe and everybody's dancing. You know, from like clips of actual you know things that they've been at where they've done a little ditty or whatever. But that one has been absolutely hilarious to me. That Do y'all a have a favorite one. one? Yes. Mine is the one um, where they took Sister Act 2. Yes. Where they were singing Oh Happy Day. One of my um, old high school friends sent it to me. And so quick backstory. I was in show choir in high school, junior high and high school. And um, we did Joyful, Joyful. So like we have... we. We did that as one of our performances and me and my best friend, Melanie, we choreographed it. Like we did the whole thing for our, um, for our choir. And back then, back then there was no YouTube. So we watched that performance so many times on VHS to learn the steps <laughs> to teach it. So our class has a very special relationship to the movie. We thought we were the choir, uh, St. Joseph's choir. But anyway, <laughs> so I... Oh my God, so many parallels. But anyway, um, so that's my favorite one where Ahmad starts off singing and they they put like the stage. I mean, whoever did that, I need to find so I can give them credit. I'm telling you, so creative, right? Yes, that's hands down. Hands down, my favorite one. (laughs) That one was hilarious. Yeah. I like all the ones that were joking about Nevada and Georgia and all the states that took forever. to count their ballots so all of those kind of like nevada's over here like slowing us down you know has nevada called yet i don't they i don't declare i don't yeah at this point i'm like look nevada it's fine don't worry about it (laughs) right that one where they had um like, you know where they talk about, like, when you're getting ready to go to the club and, and you're like, I'm on my way. And then and the man's Nevada getting out the bed. And the man's still in the bed. I was like, yeah. Child, Nevada is our friend to Keisha. That's who <laughs> yes, Nevada is. That is our friend We Takesha. have a friend. Not- I thought I was late. You thought Shari was late. Honey, it's Takesha. Girl, Keisha, Keisha has not show shown up. up. Yeah, there have been times where she just has not, not come. We like, is she okay? Yeah. Oh, my God. I do remember her birthday thing that she, she didn't show up, but she yes, was like three not. hours Bless. late or something. Yeah, I left. Like three hours late. I'm uh, like, Lord, what is left. this? The Housewives of Atlanta? Place. Are we recording? I'm confused. Takesha, we going to start calling you Nevada. Right. <laughs> no. Let me tell you. The one meme that I thought was hilarious was said Nevada forgot to take the meat out the freezer and just oh, heard the election pull up in the driveway. Funny. Girl, wait, I didn't even see that one. Oh my that's God. funny. I saw one this morning about Nevada uh 
Nevada is like when you go out to eat with somebody and they in the check come and they reach in your pocket. Like we know you ain't got Nevada. Don't worry about it. We did it. We, we paid for it. it. Broke, right. Broke you. Right. At this point, don't you worry about it. Like just come on. You know. We know you ain't got it. We know you ain't got it. Stop stop fishing in your pocket. I'm telling you, but I promise you, I kept saying, How come Nevada is at eighty six percent votes counting in the last three days? Like y'all yeah. just ain't counting no more. Because like, some what? people that are counting those votes, they over there kicking it. They like <laughs> If we, like, it's we one of those see the blue man show right. real quick. <laughs> if we do it slow enough, they won't even care. You know, it's like it's one of those things. You know, uh, no, the memes have been keeping the me, best part. Yeah, yeah, they have been the best part. And even though I had my little selective attention to the news, because I was very much like I'm, you know, media. I'm not about to be watching the news for four days straight. When I did watch the news, the news anchors and the way in which they would come for Donald Trump was hilarious. Like it was like no holes barred. They were like, let me I'm coming you. for him. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you. First of all, so I, I had mixed feelings about the how the news anchors were coming for Donald Trump because I was like, you know, I understood that he is, was, whatever president at the time but my thing is if you gonna come for this man y'all should have been coming for him like hello don't get bold now yeah Yeah, you get bold on his way out you don't get points thank you i was kind of like okay so oh so now y'all want to put out y'all real feelings before y'all was was like sugar coating and tap dancing around this thing when everybody else knew like am i crazy like y'all don't y'all don't see this foolishness Really? I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were like y'all, you know, because y'all not getting no sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like you here for 84 hours in 3 days, you know. Just do whatever you want. Like we just, you know, we'll release the restrictions. We'll let you do whatever you need during this time to stay sane, you know. Because right. they it's like producer said, you know what? Just go for it. Just go for <laughs> it's it. It's literally like that was another mean um um, from the Wiz when they were singing Brand New Day after the evil witch, uh, whatever Eveline was killed, and how they they were coming out of their clothes and just like look <laughs> at this point, you know, uh, no holes bar. No we've holes been barred. we've been under so many restrictions the last four years. Just yeah, let it all. They were like, out. we just letting it all out, you know. Um, which I, you know, I was definitely happy to see them be able to show a little bit of who they actually are, you know, but it actually kind of rolls really well into our topic for the day of what these kind of post-election feelings may be for a lot of different people, you know, and I think it's really important for us to talk a little bit about, you know, how you feel after this election, you know, um, or after this has been, you know, called at this point, you know, of course, we still ain't fully out of the blue um, with all the lawsuits. But you, of course, will probably have feelings the day after there's been an announcement of who our next president elect is going to be. And so just wanted to check in with you ladies to see, you know, after you slept on it, woke up brand new day, you know, this morning. Um, How are y'all feeling? What are some of those initial emotions that are happening right now or happened yesterday? Yeah, I want to say that one of the things that I did to try to protect my peace, even going into this was 
I had already decided, especially when they were saying, we're not going to know who the president is Tuesday night. I decided that I'm not going to watch. I I started with watching right at, I guess, seven when the first Mm -hmm. set of polls closed. And I said, okay, I'll watch, you know, until bedtime. But after that, I'm just not going to to tune in and watch, you know, this stuff because I know this is going to be a long process. So I kind of tried to protect myself in that way and to keep my anxiety down and it really helped. I didn't really start looking until I start seeing people post about, oh shoot, you know, it's looking like things are about to flip. And so then at that point, I would say, I'm going to check in. I'll look for maybe about 10, 15 minutes to see what the news is saying, and then I'm going to turn it off. And so I just had to kind of set boundaries with myself around a lot of this, and that has helped. But I I will note, I do note that I feel less anxious than, you know, about it than I did, not because I felt like, oh my God, we got to have Joe Biden because he's going to, you know, save the country because let me tell you, it's a whole lot of stuff that's not going to change. It's a lot of stuff that I think will change, but I was less anxious because I know just the type of energy that our current president has presented. And I was just hopeful that we can start having a shift in energy mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. What about you all? I I think this morning I was able to feel a little bit better, but yesterday I, I was not celebratory. Like I was way, I was definitely emotional about it, but it was it just felt like a weird thing to celebrate. Like I celebrate the accomplishment of, you know, the historical moment of Kamala Harris being, you know, the first black, Absolutely. the first woman vice president. But I just kept going back to how did we get here in the first place? Mm-hmm. And the fact that we got to this point that it got so bad. Um, and I was sharing with y'all, I never shared on my Instagram page. It feels like, like a pure victory where although you win, you've lost so much that the win doesn't even feel like a win. Um, And also just knowing how close the election was. And to me, it was just another another reminder of where we are as a country, how little we've grown. Like the fact that it came to this Mm -hmm. is what I kept thinking about, um, that a lot of this, a lot of the celebration is just the fact that getting Trump out of there. Mm -hmm. Like it don't matter who won. Mm -hmm. And that's not what a a presidential election should be about, right? Right. It should be about people you support. But literally somebody could have nominated Cookie Monster against Trump and I would have been like, all right, well, guess we gonna have cookies every Friday. Right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'd have been happy. Listen. (laughs) Listen. All the So, yeah, I'm still navigating those feelings, but I have not felt like I'm excited about people's excitement. Mm -hmm. I'm excited, like you said, Erica, about getting him out because of what just what he has um, kind of activated across this nation. Mm -hmm. But also knowing he ain't going away. Right. No, definitely not. No, I think for me, I it was such a weird experience to like sit with the feelings of yesterday. Um, One, I think because I had numbed out. So there was like so much apathy for just the whole process. It was like, I don't want to get excited. I don't want to get like just that hesitancy that came along with just not knowing um, what was going on um, with the election and, you know, the numbers and, and just that uncertainty you know, um, and so resenting that uncertainty, where someone was like, how dare we live in a nation that 
makes me feel so uncertain about or allows us to be in a place where we are uncertain, where the number is so close, where the race is so close for just blatant hatred, you know, Um, so some resentment there um, throughout the process. But then yesterday, um, excitement, but also it was like it was numbed excitement, you know, because there had been kind of this numbing of emotions the whole the whole four years like I'm just tired of feeling emotions like I'm tired of being upset I'm tired of being sad I'm tired of being overwhelmed I'm tired of being hopeless like all of those things and how as psychologists we know when you numb one set of emotions it's really hard to feel the other side mm-hmm. you know you numb the 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 really heavy emotions it's hard to feel the lighter emotions like mm-hmm. joy or relief and like all of those things and so I think for me yesterday was really taking time to acknowledge that and to say like you can feel a bit of relief Shari like no I be real like there's reality of just because there was an announcement of a elected president of course you know life isn't going to completely change for 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 black brown people in the United States right um overnight specifically but there can be some glimmers of hope and I think that actually kicked in Um, Because I did, I watched the um, speeches last night of Madam Vice President-elect, which I'm super excited to say. (laughs) Um, So I I did watch their speeches. And in that moment, I allowed myself to feel a little, like, feel hopeful, which I was super excited to feel because I haven't felt hopeful specifically 2020. Yeah. I haven't felt hopeful, but for the past four years, there hasn't been any hope. Yeah. Um, when it comes to this. And so I was really in relief to feel some hope. I, I, I'm with you on that, Shari. I watched the speeches and I think the part that made me feel hopeful was the acknowledgement of the contribution of the diverse groups Mm-hmm. that actually made mm-hmm. this happen and for me just it's it's one thing to um for us to know for the polls to be out there that show you know this is the representation of how this all actually happened but for you know Joe Biden to actually call out the groups that were, that made this happen. I saw a poll that talked about how the Navia, uh, Navajo native people came out and voted for Joe Biden at a 97%. That was the highest percentage of any collective group. And, and he acknowledged that. And, and so I felt because the recognition of the contributions of black, brown people in this country was acknowledged on a global stage was uh, hope gave me a sense of hope and, and recognizing that, look, these things have been put out there. Like I am hopeful that we are going to hold people's feet to the fire and not just let it be lip service. It has to be translated into action. So I think one of the things I was probably more excited about was Stacey Abrams getting the the recognition yes. that she deserved with what she helped. Because you know there were definitely other organizations involved, but 
how she helped turn Georgia blue. And I think I probably have was more excited and inspired yeah. by that yep. lesson yes. than anything else just because of how just how wronged she was when mm-hmm. she ran and just the, the the voter suppression that happened around her election and and just like you literally saw an election being stolen. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing she could do about it. Yeah. But yeah. there was. And I love the attitude she took of, you know, she she mourned, she grieved for 10 days and got up and got back to work. And I was like, if that ain't a black woman. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Like, okay, I'm going to make sure that this not. doesn't happen to, happen to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And and now look, and that, uh, even just talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps, but that was probably the most inspiring is seeing the the groundwork stuff because that's you know that's where the action happens and even it has inspired me to to get more involved in you know more local organizations the ones that are out here because to get eight she got eight hundred thousand exactly or her and the organizations affiliated with her eight hundred thousand people registered so amazing Mm -hmm. that's amazing that's unheard of yeah (laughs) yeah historic historic Yeah, You know, and it really shows the impact of conviction and, Mm. you know, like she is like her conviction to um, like American politics and just like the right thing happening. Mm -hmm. Like that is so inspirational. Like the right thing happening. Like you said, April, like her being able to say, yes, I, I, I acknowledge I was wronged. Mm -hmm. you know and I'm going to ensure that this doesn't happen to the next person this doesn't happen to you know the next election that takes place you know like her being able to say it's bigger Mm. it's bigger than just what happened to me Mm -hmm. you know that in itself like that is what like brings me hope and you know what it's that it's that concept that I that keeps resonating with me about how also very divided Mm. this election was and that there is a group or a pocket of us in this country that will vote for what is going to be right for the collective versus how is this particular candidate going to benefit me? And there isn't that look into this might benefit me, but there might be, 20 ways in which this particular person is going to harm a large group or multiple groups of people. And when you're okay with that, Mm. that is where, that is the real reason why we have the divide and people can call it racism or whatever you want to call it. I call it not, you're, you're not able to consider humanity Aside from your own selfish interest, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that yeah. is the problem in for me in in this country is we have those who are going to fight for their their self interest, and those who are going to fight for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that group, the group for fighting for the greater good, has has gotten smaller. 
Yeah. Um, did you, did either of you watch um, Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live oh, last night? I was watching it before we started recording. I yeah. haven't finished it. Okay. I won't ruin it for those who haven't watched it. But Erica, what you just said just made me think of like a snippet that he talks about in that opening monologue around um, how Donald Trump represented. He was a man who would allow for himself to rise at the expense of others Mm -hmm. and not just at the expense of others like success but at the expense of others lives Mm -hmm. and well-being and him being in power for these past four years has shown or just just highlighted and increased our nation's Um, engagement in that behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh Absolutely. Uh It so frustrated me to see, going back to these memes, there was a black woman that I saw post a, um, a meme of Donald Trump with Whitney and Sissy Houston and say, how can you say that this man is racist? Um, This man Um, If you look at these incredible black people who have supported Donald Trump and who have lifted him up and blah, blah, blah. And I want to and my first thought was everybody is hung up on Donald Trump being racist. Donald Trump is a manipulative opportunist. Mm. Opportunists don't care what Mm. color, race, nationality you are. They are interested in you because of what you can do for them or how you can make them look. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what they can get and how they can benefit from you. Donald Trump loves celebrity black Mm -hmm. people. He Mm -hmm. loves rich black people. He loves any person, red, yellow, blue, green, purple, orange, (laughs) that will sing his praises. Yeah, that's how narcissism works. That's how narcissism (laughs) works. And also, racism has never prevented people from being entertained by black people or any other group that they don't like. Exactly. Hello? Exactly. Hello? You don't think the slave owners who were sliding up and through your mama, sister, brothers, and cousins uh, liked them? Had any level of respect for them? They slept with them? Right. They or use even them. they use How them for their entertainment. The black, yeah, black people have been entertaining racist folks for decades, for centuries. For decades. We still are. So, it's called the NFL. Hey. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Hello, so those, somebody. And at this point, <laughs> I'm not arguing with anybody about Trump being racist or whether racism has had any any, you know, role in this because the answer is yes. We know and, and at this point you don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Like and, you don't yeah. want to, and that's fine. I just, I just really hope that this has pushed everyone to the point of realizing we cannot return back to the ways things were. We cannot, you know, continue to be passive. And I think what has been, even before, leading up to the election, what has been grinding my gears is the, this rhetoric around both sides and both sides mm-hmm. and both sides. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Why are you acting like both sides are equal? That are equal in their hate, equal in their violence, equal in the rhetoric, equal in their power. This is not a both. This is grits 
having sugar or, sh- or salt is a both sides. <laughs> like, we're talking about racism, fascism, and a dictator. And y'all want, well, both sides need to come together. No. Like, we got to stop this. Well, all we need is love. No, we need policy and consequences. Yeah. Thank we you. Do. Me too. Thank you. Again, in, in, in a presentation that I did uh, last week, you know, someone was saying, I, you know, I don't feel excited. I don't feel like change is happening quickly enough. I said, and my presentation was talking about cultural competence and how um, racism and discrimination happens on different levels. I said, just as I mentioned the different levels, I said, we are so focused on changing racism at an interpersonal level Hmm. as a collective people that Hmm. we have missed looking how at how other groups have said, we're not going to focus on the interpersonal change. We're going to focus on the policy change. The LGBT community said, I don't care about changing hearts and minds of people. What you're, gonna, what you're not going to do is use these institutions and these structures to bring my people down. Yeah, what you're going to yeah. do is you're going to change these policies. And therefore, it doesn't matter what your heart and your mind says is right or not. What the policy says is if you do this thing, if you discriminate against me in this way, there will be consequences and re- and repercussions. No, I agree with that. And that is what you see changing yes. on a quicker level. That incremental interpersonal change, yeah, that's going to be at a snail's pace because that happens one person at a time and you're talking about millions of people in this country billions of people in a in a world that hold these views but what you can do is say well how about all y'all millions of people have to follow this policy point blank and period and those things can change in a matter of months a few years and that looks a lot faster than saying, I'm going to change the hearts and the minds of Thank someone you. where things have been ingrained in them. Mm. Exactly. To them. Exactly. Because having a list of racist people doesn't impact anything, right? So if we had a list of all the racist people in the world, in the United States, hell, in South Carolina, Thank you. you know, that's not going to impact anything. It doesn't stop the impacts of racism. It doesn't stop the impact impacts of violence related to racism and so I think we get so caught up in oh who's racist you know who we gonna add to the list whose name can we write down that we really lose the opportunity we have to like you said Erica and like change policy enact change and really force and move and drive the change as far as I'm concerned you're a racist until proven culturally competent (laughs) baby okay and even just adding to that, I don't, you, you have the right to your belief. You have mm-hmm. the right to be racist. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. the right to be prejudiced. Like that is, it's not my responsibility or my place to change your mind about that. You don't have the right to yeah. impose that on my life. You don't have the right to keep me from things, to mm-hmm. restrict. Absolutely. But you can sit in your house and say, you can call whoever, whatever you want. Thank you. Cause I'm, I'm going to do it. but what i'm not going to do is try to hold you back no not at all that is hilarious that's good that is good (laughs) that's good well hopefully everyone out there has has found their whatever peace excitement joy disdain 
Um, but that you feel okay to feel whatever, that there is no one way to feel about this. Because um, we're in it for the long haul. You know, this is only one, one part of the process. Yeah, this is one part, you know, um, and being able to ex- experience all of those feelings. It's funny, I saw an article um, from Fox News that <laughs> talked about just kind of the post-election agony and, you know, encouraging individuals who may feel depressed um, to make sure to reach out to, you know, someone to talk and like all of those things. So regardless of what your feelings might be, um, definitely make sure that you're sitting with those feelings, you're sitting with those emotions, um, you're, you're curious about them, you know, and spend some time with those um, and know that we, we still got a long race to run. We do, you know, and I just want to encourage people to activate their self care. This is a stress, such a interesting time that that elections and stuff fall. We've got elections in November. We have the holidays that come up that also bring about lots of emotion for people. This has been a this year has just been a highly emotional and stressful year. So we're talking about lots of stuff that might be bombarding people right now when it comes to their emotional well-being. And so I encourage you all to um, please activate whatever methods of self-care that you have that are healthy and helpful for you and and utilize those things. Um, self-care, talking to people, um, reaching out to professionals if you don't have people within your personal life um, that you know you can use as support systems. But but please be intentional um, at this time. Yes. Good reminders. Good reminders. Yeah. All right. So it is now time for a very special segment. Of, uh, who would you like to send money your love to? Is there anyone out there in the universe that you are feeling especially kind to? Um, does anyone have anyone? Yes. I do. I would like to send my love out to Dr. Charmonet. Yes. Um So Shari had connected me to a friend of hers who is a professional doula out in Los Angeles. Yes. And I've been having lots of just kind of struggles with my pregnancy and just really need to talk to someone. And so I finally got a chance to connect with Dr. Charmonet. And um, she's just a wonderful person. Her energy, her spirit is just so great. We had such a really uh, a good conversation. And just like not knowing me and just talking with me for 20, 30 minutes, you know, she was able to hit what was going on with me, like right on the head. Like it was just, it was just incredible to just have someone who's knowledgeable in pregnancy and knowledgeable in the experiences that women's and mamas go through to be able to kind of help guide me and say, you know, this, this might need to be, you know, where you are. And she didn't tell me, she didn't prescribe to me what was going on. She kind of talked with me and she guided me towards what was happening for me. And I was like, duh, of course that's what this is like. And so just, I feel like she set me on a good path. So I want to send out my love to her. She has a guidebook for, um, 
expecting mothers on just like questions that you might have, things that you should ask your doctor and just, you know, just hopeful information for new parents. So if there's anybody out there who's a mom or you know someone who's going to be an expected mom, you know someone who wants to um, connect with a doula, right now we know that nobody can go in the delivery room with you, but she works and she does virtual work with mothers and she can start at various points of wherever you feel like you need that support, whether, you know, you want it to be close to your delivery and, and right after if you need it kind of going through. Um, but you guys can kind of work out what that looks like. So I just wanted to shout her out and shout her business out. Um, her name is Dr. Charmaine and her guidebook is called give me a second pregnancy play i think it's pregnancy, pregnancy playbook. playbook but look her up um and i think you know i would even say we can like put her information out mm-hmm. um in the show notes in our show notes so just um thank you ah Oh, that was good. Charmaine's pretty awesome. In the time of AKs, I do want to say it's my line sister. Oop. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> that's me being a little petty. I will say this is petty. the time of divine nine. I will, you know, at first I had to take my ownership with AK, but I was like, first of all, black women came out and did their thing as always. They showed up and showed out. Showed yes. up and showed out. Yeah. We are the chosen ones. Let me tell Let you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. God is a black woman. <laughs> Hey, yes. hello! If you don't know now, you Listen, know. Now get into, you know. Get into yes, it. and that is that is exactly who I want to send my love to. All of the black women who have, over these past, well, I don't even want to put a time period on it because it has been ongoing and everlasting. But all of the black women who have showed up in these past couple days during this election and we've mentioned a couple then just across the board you know black women who have really stepped up and just continue to carry the conviction forward you know so I want to send my love out to us um, because it gets exhausting at times and it can get weary but I think we are always in a space of wanting to move this country forward, not just for ourselves, but for others. And so I want to send my love out to to us and just the inspiration that we can be. Awesome. Yes. I would like to send my love out to every poll worker, every yes. canvasser, every mm-hmm. campaign manager, the unsung heroes, whether you were out there putting yard signs in the ground or counting votes or just all the people um, like, yeah, the unsung heroes who have been at this since primary season. Yes. Um, hopefully you all get to rest for a little bit before hopping back on, but shout out to you um, whether your candidate won or not. Cause even just with local election. Also, I want to send my love to Jamie Harrison. Yes. yes, Jamie Harrison did. Yes, I'm joining thing. that. I'm hopping on that train. I yes. really, really, really hope that he pulls a Stacey Abrams yes. and doesn't give up and keeps the fight going. Um, yeah, win or lose, he got a lot of people's attention, got a lot of people um, behind him. So I hope that he continues. You know, this is a South Carolina is a hard state to win. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I want to send my love out to the work 
and all the all that his him and his campaign because baby let me tell you every week who i heard from jamie My goodness. <laughs> hey, I, feel jamie. Like we, I feel like we on a first name basis yes uh look i, I heard from doggone um um Lady Graham, um, everything. Oh. And I was <laughs> Did like, you call him Lady Graham? Lady Graham? <laughs> That's his nickname. <laughs> let, me, let me not be disrespectful. Um, Goodbye. Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. And I was like, why do I keep getting Lindsey Graham? And I said, I guess because I'm registered as independent and I don't vote straight ticket. Maybe they just assume Maybe. some things about me lady graham that's so funny but i surely did some of them text messages i was like i know they just want you to say stop or yes i voted but i sent them a whole little nasty gram about i I have already voted it was not for lindsey graham and let me tell you why (laughs) and and went on (laughs) to give them my whole half a page of why i did (laughs) fair Cause you, you called you me, like, you, I didn't you call right, you. right. You hit me up, so <laughs> um, awesome. Yes. All right. Nice. Well, you all, this has been. I I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> um, I hope everyone who has listened has also enjoyed it, felt validated in some way. Um, again, activate your self care. Um, share this episode and all other episodes that you have enjoyed with um, friends and family. Um, we can be found on any place that you can listen to podcasts on most platforms, Spotify, Apple, we're on Libsyn, we're on Podcaster, or whatever that might be called. I might have said that wrong. Um, <laughs> but wherever you're listening to podcasts, please check us out. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our social media platforms. We are on Facebook and Instagram at three sites and a mic that is the number three sites and a mic if you have questions comments you want to reach us directly please please feel free to direct message us but you can also send us an email at the number three sites and a mic at gmail.com and on that note we are we gonna out. say peace bye y'all bye. Later.